2: Yo, what up? This is DJ Newmark, a.k.a. Uncle New. From Jurassic 5, and you're checking out the library with my main man, Tim Onycle, on (laughs) www.rapstation.com.
1: No obedience Allegiance is the lost turn The weak switch side So expedient Humbled by the hunger pains Plotting on the greediest Changing under leadership Snakes like allegiance And removing all the nutrients We were building
3: the new Godzilla community. is a group consisting of three actual brothers Our same, truth, and powerful Their newest album comes out June 2nd on Hypnot Records And it's called Believe in Godzilla Godzilla, welcome to the library with Tim Onycow on rapstation.com
4: Peace, peace,
3: man. What's good? Nice. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being on. Um. So this is first off, you know, in your bio, it seems that you guys. I mean, you guys make it a point to say that you guys are actual three brothers. Why is it important for you to let us know that you guys are a blood family?
5: Most important thing, family is everything, man. Mm-hmm. Family over everything. So you know, everybody can relate to that because everybody has a family, and when you do something with your family, man, it's it's always. Special. You know, I think I think it's special, man. It's it's
2: just very unique. It's a different bar. Um and I I just know that family is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's rather unique. Um I, I don't know of too many actual physical brothers that form rap bonds or rap groups throughout the years. I remember Kane and Abel from No Limit, um and I double trouble from back in the day, but not too many actual trios of physical blood brothers. So that's like, you know, we nowadays you need a gimmick for rap. We don't really have a gimmick besides, you know, raw lyrics and raw beats. So I guess I can catch to get people to listen. It's like, these are actually three blood brothers. You did
3: Right, right, definitely. How much of a role does the kind of the brother hierarchy play in the group? I know Powerful, like you, I'm the youngest of three. There <coughs> And I feel like there are times, even though I'm 35, right? There are times I still need approval from my older brother. Is that the case when you guys are performing together or are you guys kind of able to turn that off turn certain parts off and on as the sibling uh, relationship
5: so, you hit it right on the nose man you right <laughs> man that's right exactly man it's, it's like, like a, um, a check and balance man and, and it helps me you know it helps me grow more because I don't have people that sugarcoat in their opinion right, you know definitely. I got people that they give it to me with no filter because they know me from birth you know so it's nothing to hold back there's nothing to say well I don't want to say something and make, you know, this bond different. This mm-hmm. is, you know, brotherly love. And um, while doing that, man, I, I've grown to know that that's the best part, you know, to to, to grow older and be able to give back to the youth, mm-hmm. you know. So as they give back to me as my brother, I try to do the same with my little brother and, and other brothers that I adopt just by, you know, the culture and what it is. Mm, nice.
3: And uh, for Truth and the Same, how do you? How does the brother hierarchy work for you guys when you guys are in the studio together?
4: Uh, it's basically a natural. It's it's, it's a natural progression, man. Um, the actual brotherhood. and This is our same. The, the eldest brother. The brotherhood just transcends to 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 to, to, to the work. Mm-hmm. To the music, to the studio, whether it be in a jokingly manner, whether we we plan the dozens, or whether we you know ragging on somebody for a line and be like, hey man, I don't know about that line, you know, <laughs> the same type of thing happened, the same thing that happened in the household trying to, send it to the studio, um, except for you know the citizens and the work ethic. Mm-hmm. When we get down to when they get down to dirty, and when they get down to you know when we get down to the line, when it's time to go, you know we all know to straighten up because we've been doing this for so long, we've been doing it together for so long. So the mm. same thing that you know, that we came up in the household in the room and the same thing kinda of thing, kinda of thing that transcends but just in a more mature fashion. Mm. Right. And I this
2: this truth, I just piggyback off what my younger and older brother said, basically the whole checks and balances system and it's just is no uh I guess to link it to some hip hop, you know I'm a big old hip hop enthusiast. Like the Wu Tang. Every time you see the Wu Tang in interviews from day one, from the show D V D, they will be arguing with each other or having their differences, but they all portray like brothers. Nobody outside of the clan can say anything and no matter what they say to each other it was all At the end of the day, it was always peace. It mm-hmm. was nothing, nothing ever that lingered on or carried on. Even when they had their public differences, you know, it was a phone call or something, and it was and It was dead. So we don't, you know, it can't get, you know, we got the same father at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, he is the final check and balance. So <laughs> if we got out of line and let our heads get too big from this rap thing, you know, we would definitely be put in check by the old divine. So that's how we look at it. You know, we all physical brothers. This rap thing is, is all good, but it's way bigger than that, you know.
3: Nice. Uh, like I said, we're speaking to uh, Godzilla. Their new album is Believing uh, Godzilla. Uh, guys, I want to get into the kind of the album. and But first off, what is the mission of this album? And did it change as the album was being created, or did it kind of stay the same from start to finish? The
4: album actually came about from the title. And the title came about from, um, it's just basically a, a culmination of our experiences with this music thing um, when we came out with our first album um we put a lot into it um we, we of course independent we were fully independent at that time um released the first album on UAU music and um, when we went, we approached that album to to a lot of people i mean just a comparison to now so a lot of people we were fairly unknown so when we pressed up the album we went you know with professional pressing and, and and actually you know product the presentation was at a level that you know cost of, I mean to be realistic that cost us some money to produce. But we believed in our and, and the people that believed in us from the day one when we started rapping. So when we put all that effort behind the album, we believed that we would be able to sell that album man, and break and it was a bold it was a bold thing to do because it was so early in our careers as far as Godzilla is concerned to put out an album for sale. But we did that. Um and we believed in the people that was behind us to, you know, to get us to the next level and it worked out. So now this time around we're on our second studio album this following the CPR Blend tape hosted by Erica Badu. But um this is our second actual studio album and now it's time for the you know, the people to really believe in us to take us to that next level to be a, you know, continue to the type of music that they've grown to appreciate from us. So it's now this is a call, this is a call out to the fans. Um, the call out to everybody, man. You know, to see who's still out there to support, you know, real true music.
3: Uh, I want to get into a couple of the records of the you know the album. Um, the first one um, is a uh, Real, produced by uh, Joe D, um, and it's an ode to uh, Forestville, um, um, Maryland. And even though you guys are from Brooklyn, right? Um, why why record why record a uh, why why a record about Forestville, Maryland versus uh, not one about Brooklyn?
2: Uh, well, correction is actually powerful. Our younger brother uh, spent most of his childhood in Brooklyn, oh, okay. um, and later, as you hear in the hook, he said, in summers he would come to us with his with his older brothers. He'd come stay with us oh, okay. in Fordsville, Maryland." So, our same and I uh, actually grew up in Fortsville, Maryland. Our parents are from New York City, so. Um, Sam and I kind of grew up in Foolsville and we established ourselves here and made a home for Powerful, just like when we, anytime we go to Brooklyn, the Pink House or East New York, we was good because of Powerful, you know, he can show us the ropes. So we like some of the first rappers from Fallsville, and a lot of time when you get uh, rappers from a not so popular city or a small city, they tend to represent the biggest city close to them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of rappers from our area city, from D.C., uh, "Quote unquote," the DMV. So we wanted to take a time to just put our small city on the map because in that small city of Fordsville, it is so much going on. If you ever got, we wanted to bring people on a visit there, just like P D Pablo did for North Carolina, or uh, Nelly did for St. Louis, or uh, Master P did for New Orleans, and all of them things. You know, Brooklyn, everybody did a Brooklyn record, so it was like a bridge from Brooklyn to Fordsville. So it was a way to pay homage to both of the places that we grew up at collectively. So that was a big deal for us, you know.
6: Being like an up and up all evening, we represent for you. If you know me, then it's Brooklyn to the death. It was Fallsville, MD. them summers when I left. That's where my family at, that's the hood that I'm a rep, and I spent so many nights throwing dice at the steps. If you know me, then it's Brooklyn to the death, but it's Fallsville, MD. them summers when I left. That's where my family at, that's the hood that I'm a rep, and I spent so many nights throwing dice at the steps. Uh, I guess I mean not
3: knowing much, honestly not knowing much about Forestville. How did that shape you guys kind of as artists? I mean, is there I guess there's a lot of hip hop coming out of Forestville, or is it really more the like I mean, like you said, the major cities around it?
4: It's just basically another reflection of the, of the people that we've been that we've been around and we've come to know, um, and the love that we've been able to extract from a place that's um, not necessarily the sweetest neighborhood, um, but we've been able to you know appreciate the thing and a brotherhood and in relationships that we've been able to create. And and sometimes that's all that you got. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Sometimes that's all you got is love. You know what I'm saying? All you got is the people that you split you split the four wings and fries with. A four wings of mama sauce that you splinter with. And we wanted um and that's what we got, man. The same thing that we get from you know, from appreciate you know, from family and we get from each other, man. It's 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 a it's a for the love, you know what I'm saying? And that's what we get. We get experience, you know? Mm-hmm. We get experience. We get the experience of you know, some brothers that came up and went to college with the Morgan State and graduated and came back home to Forrestville and still adapt the people that we came up with, the elementary and middle school and high school with, you know what I'm saying? We come to this. it's just a part of our overall experience, and it's a unique experience in the same, in the same breath, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, but basically, shaped is just like any other you know, major, or big city, because it's a small city, but it seems like a big city. A lot of, you know, uh, Lower, lower to, uh, middle class or uh, middle to upper class folks. That's just urban and struggling, but still appreciating the love that they get. So that's what the big thing is, and and all the struggle we still sort of love, you know. And that's what Fools will represent. Mm.
3: In, in Straight Face, I feel you guys do a lot of great things on this track. Kind of that represents the f- kind of what you guys do on the entire album. Um, well, first off, it sounds like you guys are just having a blast doing what you're doing as a as an art form. Mm-hmm. Right. But then you're, right. but then you're also you're able to reference. Your past and obstacles that may be in your way, but at the same time, empower- I think you're also empowering your listeners. Uh, when approaching a track like this, how do you stray away from glorifying the past, but wanting to talk about it? And then also another thing: there's there's a reference to Eric Wright, aka Eazy, um, as East Coast MCs. How, if at all, did Eazy influence you guys?
4: Uh, uh, that's a great question. Uh we actually students, we're students of the culture, man. So um I I, I um our box, our tape box, our C D box is always mixed, man. It was always a mixed batch. Um you're gonna have Wu Tang, you're gonna have Scarface, you're gonna have Easy E, you're gonna have Brother Little. Um, and I think that's a benefit of us growing up in the Middle East. And speaking from truth I as far as I like growing up in the middle of the East Coast. Um, We were able to appreciate the South just as much as we appreciate, I mean, the South, the West, as much as we uh, had an affinity for the East Coast music. So um, that was basically, um, and I approach to a track like that. I mean, for me, and this is something that I actually true for. I, I let my brothers know. Sometimes when I approach it like hard beats like that, shout out to Joe um, I kind of like envision myself like the gate just open, and it's time to just go hard. Mm-hmm. When it's just time to just rap, you know, well, necessarily, gotta the gate just open. And it's time to go, and we just run it. You know, so everybody running for that. You know, and whatever you want, whatever it may be, maybe be food or whatever you may want. But it's just out there for you know, the your just open it, you know, every man for a selling time to go. That's how I approached those contracts personally.
5: Okay. Yeah man. Straight face, man, that was a special one for me, man, because I actually basically like I was I was a real student at that time. We were we were performing on some some, some some other show and I I wasn't right with it like I, I didn't I didn't know what was going down and I wasn't prepared so I was like you know what with this track I'm gonna put my all into it and that's exactly what I did man I studied the Wu man mm-hmm. I really like literally sat back listened to the track so many times so as though I was like all right well when I go in this is what I gotta fill up I gotta fill these shoes mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about the elders and the people in the game that really paved the way especially for people like me. Powerful, born into
2: the cultures the and the gods and the earth yeah that's dope I mean, it's funny that you um point that record I'm glad it's one of your favorites. I'm glad, glad you a true listener So that was dope but uh well approaching straight face the track is just that you say how we tackle things that's so serious um without you know being glorifying it um mm-hmm. and that's what that's what straight face is you know for the most part is like you can't hide your struggle, you know. I think we had an album called Beautiful Struggle. Right. So it's the beauty in all the pain and all the things you go through, you know. And sometimes you can't always. You gotta have a poker face, you know. You want to smile, but you can't smile because your smile can be taken as a weakness. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna tighten up your face and mean mug, but then you become a target. They already know, you know, how they can just point you out the lineup type thing. So Straight Face was just a, a real serious track, and it was a serious flexing of lyrics, and you. Once Joe D present a beat like that, it's hard not to go hard, you know. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's no, it's no playing the background, you know. So that's how that thing came about, man.
3: I think I probably listened to that song like 20 times since yesterday. So
4: uh, <laughs> Thanks. Well, Good I, luck. That's, that's, that was uh, actually the first. We're actually battling between that and four between me
3: on the Uh I want to go into you know more records of the album. Um, you know, Never Gonna Give It Back uh, featuring Jay Hill the singer. Um, there's a lyric in it which goes, uh, and I'm, I apologize if I butcher it, um, Making a melody y'all eager to, eager to move with, uh, Seems you have a misunderstanding of the movement. We're never giving it back since they abused it. Um, a few questions here. Uh, what's being abused? and when and why did it go wrong?
4: <laughs> uh, that's actually, that line was about the music, and that was just, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes, and depending on what what I'm actually consuming at the time, because I do listen to a lot of different ranges of music, um, I feel that um, the coach has been abused in, in, the, in the name of uh, the monetary, you know, the monetary kickback. So a lot of times, um, the, the coach has been compromised just, you know, just that wasn't make money and um um that line was just a, just a to say you know we are actually we we're not we ain't going nowhere and um and as far as the real the you know the realness that's that's present in the culture um we here we never, we we never we got we got the game we got that we got a grasp on it you know what i'm saying and we never want to get you back you know what i'm saying we here to represent that that part of the culture Mm. So that's what that line was actually speaking Making to. Making
1: a melody y'all eager to move with Seems you have a misunderstanding about the movement Since we haven't changed the standards They misconstrued it We are never giving it back since they abused it Even when we offered them help They still refused it Laying on a concrete gagging Looking stupid Pride
3: I want to uh, skip, skip into the hook, the hook to of the, face the title track believing in Godzilla, Godzilla Because I think it connects to the question we just talked about um, You know the hook is believing in this, believe in, it's it's in
1: that. that It's a wonder how people even believe rap
6: Why do,
3: you think the, why do you think the glorification of violence is now kind of what represents the commercial part of rap music? And do you think this representation will ever
2: change? Well, hip-hop, you know, when we started out, hip-hop was a reflection of the streets. Whatever was going on in the streets, it was going on in hip-hop. You know, And then there came a time um, where you know rappers start wearing costumes, like the Furious Five. That wasn't really going on in the streets. They were just wearing costumes to represent the culture. Then Run DMC flipped it, like we're going to wear these shell tops and these levers, and then the streets start wearing shell tops and levers. So it kind of go back and forth with the culture and with hip-hop. So now when you talk about the glorification of violence, that's happening a lot with the younger rappers. Uh, you see the Chicago rappers, um, uh, particularly the younger ones they i forgot what they call it. they got a new style of rap it ain't trap but it's like that that hype rap where everybody's on stage 30 rappers and they talking about guns and killing but yeah. That's a negative, but it's not really a glorification, more so, because that's really going on in Chicago. Right. If you read the headlines, that's what's going on in Chicago. Um, it's also happening in D.C. It's happening in Detroit. So these breed of rappers are coming from, they represent their neighborhood, but they're taking it into rap music. So, therefore, they are saying what's going on in their streets, but as far as the art form, they're not presenting their property. They're not studying the art, and how to present this. Then somebody's making money from flashing guns and talking about what's going on in the headlines of our streets. So let's do that. So anybody can rap when it's not hard. But there's a art, there is a culture that comes along with this and the culture is meant to stop the violence that's going on in their streets. You can present it on rap, there's nothing wrong with that. If you got a song about, you know, twenty people died this weekend in Baltimore or whatever happened, you can make a song about that, but you can't be like you out kill twenty people. You gotta tell the truth. It's forty parents crying if twenty men die, You know, if they had parents, it's it's a lot of funerals and stuff. So I think that's the problem with the culture that people are glorifying it. Like I seen said in that rap, like they they misusing it. So it's a way to say that, but not say that's a good thing because it's not a good thing, and it's not a good thing to look at and see young people dancing to or actually making music to us. You know, that's my take on it.
3: I think that, that's a perfect segue to another record you guys do, is a uh, plugged featuring us, Dick stickman of Dead Prize and Joe D, uh, where you address kind of police brutality and the police state we're living in. Uh, when police brutality is so prevalent, especially today, it seems like they're just, it's just at a rampant pace. Uh, is creating a record like this kind of serves for you guys as a reminder of why you guys started to rap? And does this record kind of help you make sense of? Or does the art help you guys make sense of social issues like this?
0: Yeah, man, this is like, man, basically,
5: that song was a, was a natural, like, it was, it wasn't even, you know, put together for that purpose, actually. It just came together that actually and, and the, the way that current events works, you know, this is reality, so this is reality rap. It, it was nothing far from the truth, you know what I'm saying? So... Everything that was on that track was going on like at that same time, you know. And um it just so happened it was a perfect blend that we had the brother, the older guy from Bad Press, Sick Man come in and, and help us out and learn his his words of wisdom and his uh history. But um yeah man that, that like I said it was a natural man. And shout
4: out the praise on the track as well. Um Anjo D who who, who who um who actually contributed a great element to that track. Yeah like um like Powerful said, um that was a track that was created like uh well before well before a lot of these events occurred. And it was just a reflection of what was going on in the current times of then. You know, all, every, if you listen to the verses there, they're they they're real personal. The verses are real personal. And um, when we reached out to Stickman, I told him, it's a, I don't have to describe the track. We had to describe the track. It was more like it was talking about the police, but it was like loosely based. You know, we wasn't, we actually weren't going deep as we could have gone. We were just making the song just reflecting on our times and um, just, you know, in the mixing and, you know, mixing and matching and, you know, mixing of the song. Um, uh, Yo D actually, you know, I actually thought to add the news clips in there because you know it was actually relevant, and um, that's how that song totally came about. So um, that was actually, and another big a tidbit about that song, um, we actually had another single lined up, um, and just as a product of the time, we actually moved that single up and said we're gonna release that before the album dropped. just you know, just so people can get a gist of where we are and where we've been as far as our mindset is concerned when it comes to things like police.
6: Let them have it, give it all you got Hakeem Olajuwon, them pigs posted on your block With them rockers, they main focus is candy shop You get the picture from the negative, we in the dark They packing iron, now them cowards think they Tony Stark That's to the ER visit, they can't save them, now they ghost face Mama tried to curb this behavior, that's why she prayed to save you every night But in the morning, she's the morning as the corner has her ID Who the corpse is, you know the same story repeats today On the evening news, soundtrack by Lazila, thrill is gone So we left with blues, you still...
3: And did you guys want to make? Were, were you guys purposely also trying to make this kind of track, um, well, pl- plugged uh, timeless? Because you want your music to be timeless, or because you because it doesn't seem like, unfortunately, like police brutality is going to end, you know, anytime soon.
2: Yeah, I mean that. Um, if you think back, like anything can apply this time. You take N.W.A. anthem about the police, mm-hmm. you know. Dies before, so this has been going on for a very, very, very long time with the social media craze now, nah, every time a black man dies at the hands of a police, it's on twitter right away you know c n n has to cover it because Facebook is not going to let it die. Twitter ain't going to let it die. Instagram. But if it was Instagram in 1990, believe me, it would already have been a Trayvon Martin, a Mike Brown, and so on and so on. It's been going on every year. If you open the books in these police departments, you would see it was going on. So we didn't need, you know. Uh, social media or a trendy topic for it to be done like that. It was just, it's what we know from growing up in Fordsville. It's what Powerful know from growing up in Brooklyn. It's what we know from having uncles and fathers, you know? So it's, it's like a, it's been this way since the release, of you know, since the uh, abolishment of slavery in this country. It's always been black men trying to get to a status to be be considered a citizen in this country. So we just, that track is natural. Like everything, all the music we make, we try to make it universal. So it's our experience in comparison to yours. We try Mm. to give you a a sight and a lot of people can relate because uh, we stick to the realities of the situation. So. Like they said, it came about naturally. You know, Mike Brown, that clip came in later because it had happened. But that song was already locked and loaded months and months ago, you know? So that's just how it is. Kind of when you're speaking the truth, it's it's going to come to life all the time. It's reality. Ain't
6: even religious, but I pray that my people come through on the visit Female CEOs need to let a nigga hit it I'm dry as shit, I ain't no pussy in a minute MTV come to the cell, see how we living They ain't give us no bell, we in here wishing that we could go outside one day When it happened, get married, move far away Circle tighter than them handcuffs They performing telling him to put his hands up And they looking for a reason, any reason to squeeze it and leave them leaning. Y'all, circle tighter than them handcuffs. Knee to the head, face to the canvas. And they looking for a reason, any reason to squeeze it and leave them leaning.
1: Coming out of Maryland, PG, two letters describe it best. will be hot, so we ride like it's the driver test. No sooner than that busted left. Cops in my rear view, feeling like apocalypse. trying to get a clear view. Feds always keep me in their crosshairs, looking at me crazy like, nigga, you don't belong here. Because I got this hoodie on, thinking like, where have all the soldiers gone? Legacy is longer than the tribute song. It's a damn shame, biggest gangs coming out of academies. Hit the beat, then they get the battering. Here's a list of shit that we all no longer have, man. They're constantly harassing the accusations for trafficking. Just like they did the Africans. Shackled to the slave ships. Whip marks carved on our backs like hieroglyphs. Cut our fingers off, but we
4: still had to hold on. Beat our brains out, seeing stars like the Dogon. Dreams of a mutiny.
1: Maroons and gorillas rebelling like zombies. Colombo Village, a taste of freedom, even if it's just minutes. I'm must have blacked out and woke up with a vengeance. Police coming toward me, sirens in the distance. My DNA is pre-programmed for resistance. And I ain't going out like Kane did in minutes. I'm a fight to the finish. Conquer
3: like the Moors did the Spanish. There is tonight from those reacting to a Ferguson police officer, shooting and killing an 18-year-old. The community
2: is flooding the streets of North County demanding here.
6: Go! let them have it give it all you got Hakeem Olajuwon, want them pigs posted on your block with them rockets they main focus is candy shop you get the picture from the negative we in the dark they back in nine now them cowards think they Tony Stark's that's to the ER visit they can't save them now they ghost face mama try to curb this behavior that's why she prayed to savior every night but in the morning she's the morning at the corner has her ID who the corpse is you know the same story repeats today on the evening news soundtrack by La Silla. thrill is gone so we left with blues you still Talking all that Utah jazz, Daddy. Yo, calm down before they bury your ass. It can all be so simple as a squeeze lemon, still sitting looking for direction like a thespian. We less than them. By two fifths, I'm just pouring Constitution. you back against the wall, say fuck it and start shooting. Blindly like Helen Keller, ruthless like Jerry Heller. Know the brothers three made famous through acapellas. Yeah circle tighter than them handcuffs. Knee to the head, face to the canvas. And they looking for a reason, any reason to squeeze it and leave it leaning.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks...